Oren B. Andy G. How's it going, mate? Yeah, not too shabby. Started my new job role. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now, now the uh, the manager of the pack shed at the farm that I'm working on. But the, uh, I had a, like a twelve and a half hour day today, and I'm like, I cannot make. <laughs> I can't make a habit. I haven't even seen my two-year-old daughter today. Yeah. You know, I was I was yeah, there at yeah. uh, you know quarter past one. Actually, just around six this morning, and got home and uh, at uh, just after seven. It takes half an hour to get either way. So yeah, it was a long day. But you know, yeah. to be f- fair, it's good. I mean, it's come with a pay rise, and I quite enjoy it. It's it's not bad work. Uh, yeah. But I'll say the worst part of it actually was smacking my head on a low low roller door. Yeah. Um, so the roller door was down to my forehead, and because I had my cap on, the peak was covering my view of the bottom of the <laughs> roller door. So yeah, I absolutely like smacked it. I don't know if you can see. I've got a there's a little mark there. Oh, I can on my see head. the mark. Yeah, yeah. little <laughs> mark on my head. And look, I bought some brand new sunglasses um, about two weeks ago, and it's put and this, scratched them. Yeah, I put this bloody oh gutted, bloody gash in the eh? So I'm gonna have to chuck them now. There's no good. Bastard things, because <laughs> they were sitting. The way, they were, hey, you they and were I, sitting you on and the I peak. Have got that kind of luck. Like you buy a new phone, like we both did. We both fucking dropped it and broke them. <laughs> and yeah, I'm the same with sunglasses. I buy a new pair of sunglasses, and I have to be so freaking careful with them. Eh? Otherwise, they just end up scratched and buggered in yeah. no time. Tried my hardest to look after these sunnies, mate, but I didn't expect to be uh, walking into a low-hanging roller door anytime soon uh, <laughs> because the sunglasses are actually sitting up here on the peak of my hat. And uh, oh, yeah. they took the brunt of the hit, which is probably uh, – they probably actually saved my forehead from getting any more hurt. But anyway, <laughs> that was the worst yeah, of it. Yeah. Uh, how have you Same been anyway? You've, you've been busy? Uh, yeah. Yep. Always bloody busy, mate. Just – Oh, running out of energy at the moment. Yeah, what are you up to? You're building another deck, I hear. Yeah, building another deck. Yep. Another one, and then, oh, this one's a pain, though, because it's huge. Mm. Doing it by myself, but it's also bloody in an area where the dirt underneath it, where I've got to put the post holes in, is like, so it's like old marine clay. It's real oh. thick. You dig the shovel, and it just goes, boom. <laughs> you take out like a cup full of dirt. <laughs> yeah, pain in the ass. You must be dug, sick. You must be sick of digging holes in. Hey, mate, I dug about twelve or thirteen holes today, and it uh, pretty big holes. And then I've still got to dig a couple more tomorrow, and then concrete all the posts in and stuff. But oh, boy, a worn out today. Oh. <laughs> oh, at least you're sitting down in your favourite comfy yeah. chair. Yeah. Just don't, just don't fall asleep on me. All okay. right. <laughs> I mean, Oren, 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 wake up. Anyway, let's get into it. This is episode 18, two, three, four, five, down the tools, up the mic. A trainee guy, a radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails and one nails hits. We'll review good beers and just shoot the sh. We're R&B and Andy G. And this is Tradio. Tradio. So yeah, episode 18. And if you remember last episode, I was talking about a Tradio first giveaway that you will really, really want. Oren and I both have this specific 
uh, product. Uh, we'll give you more information on this just a little bit later, a bit of a development on the uh, first ever Tradio giveaway, so stand by. Yeah. Yes. Cool. i got to say, the product that yeah. you and I have that we want to that we, we want to give away is actually a very good product, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's really good. Yeah. I, uh, I use my one from time to time, keeps my, my uh, drinks nice and cool. Yeah, exactly. It's a good product. It is a very good product, and that's all you can say about it for now. But something is brewing. <laughs> that's what we'll say. Hey, um, I see there's been a few uh, different shop ram raids around the North Island, and there are a couple in the Thames area. See the four oh, square nuts, got- mate. It's crazy. I went down to my favourite little um, four square shop in in uh, Thames the other day, and the whole front of the shop was all done up with timber and. Went inside and the lotto was offline and all the front of the desk was all, all sort of half what it used to be. And I actually said to the little lady behind the counter, I said, oh, did you have a bit of a ram raid? And she said, yeah, um, last night or night before last, I think she said they, a bunch of youths drove a car through the shop window and smashed it all in. So they caught them though, eh? which was good. Like the cops caught them down the road further or something, but. That's I good. Mean, geez, it's just becoming rife all over New Zealand, isn't it? Like, yeah, well, this everywhere. is it, mate. I mean, that uh, little four-square shop as well that you were talking about that got ram-raided probably just over a year ago was done up. You know, yeah, and I've a- done the other one as well. So it's both Tim's four-squares have both now been ram-raided in the last six months. Do you know what's crazy, though, is some of these other ram-raids that have been happening around the country, some of these youth have been going straight on social media and posting about their exploits. It's like, how dumb can you be? Yeah, they're not the most intelligent <laughs> people, are they? Hey, police, here's my confession. Yeah, Here it yeah. is in plain, you know, plain sight. Here's all the evidence you need to put me in jail with the rest of the dummies. Where's it going to end, though, eh, when they'll probably drive through the front of a shop and not realise someone's behind the counter and someone's going to get hurt? That's what's going to happen next. Yeah, well, there's that, but there's also the integrity of the building as well, you know. With with the buildings and Thames being quite old as well, you never know. If you're going to drive through one of the windows, the whole bloody thing might come down and then take the next, you know, the neighbouring buildings down with it. Yeah, you'll have the whole roof sitting on your head. In some respects, though, the bastards deserve it. But, uh, you know, you don't want to – I don't wish that on anyone's business, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's uh... – it's, it's it's become a bit of an e- epidemic at the moment. Eh? It's I don't know what the cops are doing about it, but it doesn't seem to be a lot happening because it just seems to be like, I don't know, maybe they see it on TV and they think, oh, we, everyone's getting away with it. We could get away with this. So they just yeah. you know, go and steal a car and drive it through a shop window. And Yeah, well, maybe, maybe you know, the, the ones who don't post their exploits online. Yeah, yeah. Fucking idiots. Trading. My mum's just got back from a month over in the UK. She's been uh, helping get my grandparents into a rest home over there. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, because they live in Wales, and, you know, that's where my mum's from, obviously. And she's been back there helping her sister, who's been doing the Lord's work, trying to, you know, get my grandparents sorted. And my grandparents have lived in their house for, crikey, 60, 70 years in the same house. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so my, my, my mum set up a Facebook group, uh, rather a, a messenger group where she just sent us updates and photos of things they found when they were cleaning out the house. <laughs> and they spent a lot of time in the attic because you can imagine there's a lot of stuff that accumulates in an attic when you've been living in a house for 70 years. And, you know, they found all sorts of amazing stuff, but they found the deed to the house 
from 1896. Holy moly. Yeah. And my mum sent me a photo of this deed and it's probably what we would call an A3 piece of paper these days, but it is like the tiniest, tiniest handwritten piece of paper. The whole A3 sheet has been handwritten in this old English text. Yeah. And it's from 1896. Um, Absolutely unbelievable. And I said that what they should do actually is frame it and stick it up in one of uh, probably my auntie's house or something, you know, that's, that's worth keeping. Yeah, get it laminated or something so it doesn't deteriorate anymore or yeah. something. I mean, I don't even know what it was written on. Um, you know, how good was paper all that time ago? Probably not as good as it is today. back then, weren't they? Yeah, it would have been parchment. <laughs> you know, would it, have been, it may have been written with a quill. You never know, right? But amazing. And, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, they found heaps of photos and stuff like that, which, you know, haven't been unearthed since my mum was a youngster. Just really cool stuff. And obviously lots of stuff to buff out as well. But uh, yeah, a bit of an end of an era. Lots of generations of our kids and our family have been through that house. So yeah, quite a sad yeah. thing to see, but at least my nan and gramps now are in a, in a rest home where they can uh, be lived. Because you know, the honest thing is, is that my grandfather was deteriorating to a point where he just wasn't looking after himself anymore. And every time yeah. he ended up going back into care, he would come out like a box of birds again. So oh, yeah. having him in a place where he can be looked after, it's going to elongate his life. He? Uh, he is almost 90. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He taught me a lot about building, actually. Um, a lot of the stuff that I know about building yeah. things and general DIY. So, yeah, I learned Was quite he a builder, bit. was he? Yeah. Wouldn't say he was a cowboy builder per se, but he was. He did a lot of DIY stuff for people back in the day before registration was a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was bloody good at it, and he never, yeah. he never, like I said, he wasn't a cowboy builder because he always did the best job ever. Like he was, he was yeah. quite incredible at what he did. Patience, um, eh? A lot of those older guys had a lot of patience to yeah. get it right. But he was, he was very good with his hands because he uh, he was a very good baker as well and made some amazing cakes and was very clever with icing and would make roses and flowers out of icing. And it would just, you'd look at it from a, you know, a foot away and you'd think it was a real flower. That was uh, quite impressive. But anyway, uh, yeah, so an old deed from 1896. That's just a, the craziest thing you'd find in a house like that. Yeah, a treasure yeah, trove. The old treasure trove of stuff. I've got a mate who's, uh, I might have told you this, but I've got a mate who's ex-wife now. She was actually American and um, or born in America somewhere. So her grandparents and they all lived in the southern part of America. So they went over there at one stage and um, they were cleaning out the grandmother's house. She was quite old and I think they might have put her in a rest home or something, but they were cleaning out the house. And up in the attic, they came across a chest of... Um, of whiskey. Wow. And the whiskey was from the freaking Civil War days. Oh, it serious? Sitting in this attic for that long, some of the some of the bottles were okay. The, most of the bottles were a bit stuffed because the corks had buggered out, but the, the whiskey in them was still okay. So a mate of mine, he transferred the whiskey into another bottle with a cap on it and brought it back to New Zealand and uh, brought it to my house when he came around one day and we actually sat down and had a drink of it and it was, it was the smoothest whiskey mm. I've ever tasted in my life. It's been sitting in an attic for like a hundred years or whatever, however long the Civil War was ago, you know, mm. in the States. So it's kind of weird the things that are lying around in people's attics. Yeah, it's you never know what you're gonna find. It's a treasure trove. Mm. 
Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say that whiskey would have tasted pretty damn smooth if it had been up there all that time. Yeah, it was Yeah, pretty good stuff by the... I don't know what year it was or <laughs> yeah, where it was made, but good stuff. I'm not a whiskey drinker, eh, but it was pretty bloody nice. Well, you know, you've got to be glad that something like whiskey can last that long. Because imagine if it was like a block of cheese, you know, <laughs> it would be fucked after 100 years, wouldn't it? Yeah, but well, I'm, glad, I'm glad off, it'd still be all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might be it, might be a, it, might be easy to spread. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, this is where you're glad that uh, old uh, things like whiskey last a lifetime in theory because it's, it's a nice find and something you can still get some enjoyment out of, or even financial enjoyment if you like. Yeah, yeah, well, some of those bottles are worth a fortune. You know, there was a guy in the States who, who was doing a renovation on an old house, it was on TV. No, excuse me, and he, and he they were pulling the weatherboards off the outside of the house and they wondered what all the stuff was stuffed inside the wall and it was all this hay. So they oh, pulled yeah. the hay out and, and stashed in amongst it were all these bottles of um, bootleg whiskey from back in the bootleg, you know, in <laughs> um, the days when it was banned. Yeah. And some of those bottles were worth something like 25000 American dollars each. Oh, wow. Something stupid like that. Uh, this guy ended up selling a lot of the bottles eh, and made a fortune out of it. Yeah. Walls, the walls of his house was like stuffed full of these bottles. He got something like 50 bottles out or 40 bottles or something out of the walls. They were everywhere. That's crazy. Eh? I mean, I wonder how you start a collection like that. You just put one bottle in there and go, well, that's a good place for it. Forget mm. by the next time you put one in. It's like, oh, that's a good place for it. Oh, I think they were <laughs> hiding it from the cops back then. Weren't they? It was all bootleg. You know? Oh, the was... proper bootleg stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what was it called? Um, Prohibition. <laughs> Oh right, yeah, okay. Well, when you American days, yeah, when you weren't supposed to have it, yeah, when alcohol was outlawed. Yeah, yeah. okay. No, no, I get you. I get you. Tradio. You know, I was talking about Wish in the last episode and how it keeps trying to sell me clocks. <laughs> yeah, I keep getting emails from Wish saying the latest clocks are in now, and I'm like, I've never bought clocks from Wish. Why are they telling me this twice a day? Well, they finally got it right because they started sending me emails about fishing gear. <laughs> yeah. So it's not clocks anymore, and it has been clocks for pff, the best part of the last year. I haven't blocked them because I quite like Wish. I don't yeah. mind it. But, um, yeah, now they've started sending me, and, and I can tell you I have bought fishing gear off Wish. <laughs> so yeah. that was a long time ago. That was about three yeah. years ago. Yeah, so ooh, that's a good deal. Yeah. So now they've finally got it right. <laughs> Bloody yeah. hell, honestly. As long as it's cheap enough. Yeah, it was It was pretty reasonable, to be honest with you. When it comes to fishing gear, cheap is not always best. <laughs> <laughs> a good way to lose fish. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But you can never have enough fishing gear, though, eh? Nah, <laughs> I know that. I've got a yeah. fucking shed full of it. Hardly get out fishing, though. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, eh? It's, it's all good having it, but it's using it that's the uh, yeah. the other thing. Yeah. You've got to be able to get out and use it. Blake's finally got his cast off, though, so Must be hopefully hopefully we can get out fishing in the next couple of weekends, even though the doctor's told him he's not really allowed to do anything too strenuous on it for a month. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's it, because yeah, like when you've... I'm pretty when sure had, he, can hold a fish, he can hold a fishing rod, you know, it's like... Yeah, because <laughs> that's the thing, when you've had a cast on for X amount of weeks, however long you had it on for, you tend to get a bit complacent when it comes off, eh? you still got to be careful. Hmm. Well, back in my day, mate, I had a, I smashed my wrist to bits. Had to have it all pulled back into place, and it was like you know, a whole bunch of chunks in there. 
I think I was about six or eight weeks in a cast. And on the last week, I got so pissed off with the cast, I cut the little finger piece out between the thumb and the main pointy finger. Yeah. I cut that little so I could just hang on to the handlebars of my dirt bike and go motorbike riding. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I wondered why you had a gammy arm. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, helped strengthen it up real quick. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. I, I know what you mean because I, I broke my right uh, my right wrist um, when I was telling you the story in a previous episode about cycling down Bluff Hill too fast. Yeah. Uh, and in Vicargal. And um, yeah, I know that that little piece between your finger and your thumb you're talking about, it's bloody annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you uh, find any like alternative names for things? Remember how we ended the last episode talking about that we'd find some alternative names for everyday objects? Anyway, I'll leave you with this thought for the day, mate. It's a missed opportunity that we say toilet paper and not crapkins. <laughs> <laughs> There could be something for the next episode, I think, is to come up with new names for things or things that deserve a better name. That'd be a good one. Have you, like even the animal ones? Have you seen the animal ones? Like, you know, they call an ibis in Australia a bin chicken. <laughs> yes, that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> and uh, what's a, a snake? They call it a nope rope. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. Let's, yeah. let's, I'll we put, that, do in, that. I'll put yeah, that in my yeah. notes for the next episode. I reckon we can have some fun with that one. I found lots of them. <laughs> Yeah, I got a wee. I got a few of them together as well. I think it's worth sharing. Did you get the? Uh, I found a whole bunch of them on uh, animals all over the all over the world. That's, oh, that's a, I, I had. Oh, I was in I was in stitches just reading them to them myself. You know, <laughs> like yeah. uh, Have you seen Have you seen the one that's a that's a, a kangaroo? Oh, I haven't. No, it, oh, it's a picture of a kangaroo, and they call it a velociraptor. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I found one as well for a killer whale, uh, panda fish. <laughs> <laughs> what about a skunk, a fart squirrel? Fart <laughs> squirrel. Fart squirrel. Uh, <laughs> what about a um, like a, a porcupine over in the States? They call him an arrow pig. An arrow pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see why. Bark around a tree and call it tree skin. <laughs> um, bread is raw toast. <laughs> <laughs> Tissue is sneeze paper. <laughs> I like this one. Gloves, finger pants. <laughs> finger pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, milk, cereal, water. <laughs> <laughs> water, snowman blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And a volcano, a mountain fountain. <laughs> a mountain fountain. Uh, have you seen those? There's a, a film in here that's a, it's a picture of a manatee. And the alternative name for it is the floaty potato. <laughs> yeah, well, they kind of are, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a picture of a mole here, a young mole, with no, yep. no fur on it, and a tunneling ball sack. <laughs> oh, poor mole There's a picture of a rhinoceros And it's called, called it a leather tank Here's <laughs> an alligator An American murder log <laughs> A bloody uh, an ostrich There's a pantless thunder goose <laughs> There's another one for a um, hedgehog 
The stab rabbit. <laughs> um, question for you. We yeah. put it, we put our rubbish bin out like everyone else does weekly, and our bin got emptied last week, and yeah. it was it was on the side of the road for at least you know another half a day before we brought it in. Anyway, my wife went to pull the bin in, and inside the bin, because she opened it to make sure it was emptied properly. As soon as she opened it, she looked in there, and someone had thrown a bag of dog shit in there. Now, is that? Is that a fucking rude thing to do? Chucking your dog shit in someone's bin as you're walking down the road, or is it, is it fair a rubbish game? Bin or a recycling bin? Well, it's the it's the rubbish bin, but is it fair game? Do you think? Uh, if it's a rubbish bin, maybe it's not a if public it's a, rubbish if bin. If it's a recycling bin, then no. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously, but I mean, it's our personal rubbish bin. It's not for anyone else's dog shit. It's not for the public to mm. throw their general crap into. True I, true. I just wonder, is there, is there a line you draw or is there nothing wrong with someone doing that? Because <laughs> at least, you know, they didn't leave their dog shit on the side of the road or on the pathway. They bagged it and binned it, but they threw it in our fucking bin. I wasn't happy about it. Because <laughs> it actually well, stinks. they didn't light it on fire and stick it on your doorstep. That's the... Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it might, uh, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. But the thing is, is uh, she mentioned when she opened the bin the next time, it absolutely stank of dog shit. So I don't think she uh, really liked that. Oh, yeah, honest. yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's probably not a good idea. Eh? It's like have the decency to put it in your own rubbish bin would be a good idea. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, this is the thing. Like, I can see it from both sides. Yes, it's a bin. It's for rubbish. But if someone's taking their dog for a walk and it has a shit, keep the shit until you get back to your own house. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a bit of a rude one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still a bit torn over it, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know why I worry well, about it. I mean, it's a, the cat, well, we've you know you know we've got a new cat in our house now, eh? Yeah, the little cat. Yeah, and it's a lovely little thing. But it's decided that every morning when I go out to have breakfast, for some reason, it decides to go to its kitty litter box and take the biggest shit you've ever seen in your life, <laughs> and it stinks the entire house out. So. I'm trying to have my breakfast early in the morning and the cat is like grinning at me like it just stunk the whole house out. (laughs) How's your breakfast, dickhead? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it likes me too much, eh? Oh, really? I thought you were the cat's favourite person. Oh, yeah, that's kind of waning on it a little bit, eh? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably picked up the vibe that you're sick of it. It goes to other people now. All right. It's like I'm always giving this guy affection. He doesn't give it back. (laughs) No. Now, when it starts trying to claw your face off in the middle of the night when you're in bed, and you oh, yeah. just go and pick it up, take it out, and throw it out in the lounge and shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the, the nicest thing to wake up to, is it? No. How's your guitar playing coming on? Are you still sort of having a wee strum every now and again? Uh, yeah, yep. I, I haven't really played a lot lately. Yeah, I've just been so busy and kind yeah. of sucks, really, because I really wanted to be playing more. But um, I had a jam... On the weekend, on Saturday afternoon, I think it was. Yeah. Out in the shed for an hour or so and had a good good play. Okay. Well, the reason why I'm um, asking is, uh, you know how we're catching up in July? Yeah. Um, I've got a guitar here, so you don't need to bring yours. But yeah. I need you to learn learn Space Oddity by David Bowie. I'll, I'll write it down. Space Oddity. Yeah. I've learned it. Uh, I've been playing my guitar heaps, actually. But it'd be quite cool. I just thought it'd be cool. I mean, I've got my piano here and I've got my guitar, so you can play the guitar and I'll play the piano. We can have a good old jam session. I think Space Oddity is one song that I actually wouldn't mind us recording. 
Oh, I, I think I know the song you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it goes ground control to Major Tom. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah, it's good. Ground it's control. Good oh, it's a. It's my favourite at the moment. I, I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I, I just think it's such a solid tune, man. Yeah, so I've I've learned yeah. it um, on the guitar, and it's got some pretty intricate chords. I reckon you'll probably yeah. find it easy. But have um, you played, played your piano much? Like, have you yeah. done that song on your piano? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. So yeah, I think I, I mastered it on the guitar first, though, because um, I mean I have a guitar, might as well play it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There's your homework. Like, that's not like you. You should do it on the piano first. Yeah, I know, but I'm really into my guitar at the moment. I just, we've talked about this before. Like, once you sort of get your head around all the chords on a guitar, then you can just play any song by putting those chords in different orders, right? And that's what all I chords, want. all it takes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> What's that? The axis of awesome is those four chords. Um, yep. But no, Space Oddity, it's got a few more intricate chords than that. But um, yeah, learn it. I mean, it won't take you long to learn. No, um, I'll have a crack. Yeah, but give it a nudge. Radio. Right, fancy a dad joke off. Oh, yeah, maybe. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. You go first or I go first? I can go first. All right, you go for it. Five each then. Okay. Why do cows wear bells? I have no idea. Because their horns don't work. (laughs) (laughs) Never yell into a colander because you'll strain your voice. (laughs) <laughs> we have a genetic disposition for diarrhea. It runs in the genes. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> what does a lawyer wear to court? A lawsuit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I came up with a new word yesterday. Plagiarism. <laughs> you, co- you copied that one. What's blue and tastes like red paint? Red Paint and blue dye in it? Blue paint. (laughs) (laughs) I took the shell off my racing snail, thinking it would make him run faster. If anything, it made him more sluggish. (laughs) What do you call someone who's allergic to burnt bread? Black toast intolerant. What do you call a dog with no legs? It no doesn't idea. matter. He's not going to come anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's my last one. My girlfriend told me to stop singing Wonderwall. I said, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Oh, that was good. I had to throw in an Oasis one. That was an absolute must. Yeah, yeah. Absolute must. Uh, anyway, quick update before we finish up. Um, uh, now, we're talking about a bit of a giveaway that we want to do on uh, Tradio, which is the first. Uh, basically, we uh, I went and got in touch with the owner of this business who has this specific product that you and I own, Oren, that keeps beverages very cool. And um, he's been keen to give us a couple of these uh, beverage coolers. And um, we're just sort of in the midst now of uh, trying to get those sorted out and figuring out which episode we'll give them away in and yep. uh, we'll try and get him on to talk about his business as well because it's a fantastic business uh, which would make for great Christmas and birthday presents etc etc so yeah that's the latest really I mean I've been in touch with the owner and he's pretty keen to give us some giveaways so uh, yeah watch this space and as soon as it's all all the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted then we'll uh, have it here on Tradio. Sweet. Yeah. 
Sounds like it'll be a good one. Yeah, it will be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, we do episodes every two weeks on a Friday. The next one is May the 20th, so come and give us a like. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash podcast. Flick us an email if you like to, tradiochat at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Maybe you've got a great story to tell or a particular set of skills. Well, get in touch with us. Anyway, I thought for the day, having kids is like having little broke best friends that think you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are richer than me at the moment. They've got way oh, more money. Oh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. So hang on a minute. Why have you kids got money? Oh, that's right, because I've been giving you money. I want it back. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling my kids, as they don't try and grow up too fast. You, being a kid's great. You've got no bills to worry about. Oh, yeah. you wait, till you, wait till you get to our age. You know, yeah, I keep exactly. telling them, why do you think dad's hair's gone grey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, wait till their savings starts banking up even more and they can start paying your bills for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I swear to God, yeah. mine need to pay my power bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, you enjoy uh, your week and we'll catch up with you soon, eh? Yeah, mate, no worries. Australia.